Welcome along to Series 2, Episode 16 of Adventures in New Music, the podcast that spends a week with two brand spankingly new box fresh records and then chews the fat over them in an informal podcast setting. My name is Chris and my co-host is Andy and we both invite you along to take a trip on our Adventures in New Music. In this episode... We take on three by 49 Winchester and Distance by Jess Cornelius. But before we get into that, a bit of the usual housekeeping. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can via Instagram, Facebook or follow us on YouTube or check out the website adventuresinnewmusic.com. And if you enjoy what we do and would like to support the show, please consider leaving us a review. Or if you're feeling super, super generous, you can now buy us a coffee using the Buy Us A Coffee platform. Link in the show notes. On with the pod. On with the pod. I can tell you've been listening to some uh, country music (laughs) this week. Um, On with the pod. With that Southern American accent you got going on there, that's very, very cool. How you doing, buddy? You okay? Have a swig. <laughs> sorry, I wasn't expecting you to say anything. Sorry, that was mate, just sorry. Halfway through a halfway through a sip of me drink. Mm. Yes, I am. I'm doing all right, thank you. I'm doing all right. How are you? All right. Yeah, yeah. What are you drinking? I am drinking a rye session IPA. Quite nice. nice. That yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. I'm drinking seven, seven seas of rye. What are you on? Scotch whiskey. Which is Ooh. nice. Twelve years old. It's a Glenfiddich. My friend Steve bought this for me. Uh, oh, Steve! Brina. Good old Steve. Um, what's been going on in your neck of the musical woods this last week? So, in my neck of the musical woods, I have got a couple of things that I've been listening to. If you would like me to um, tell you about them, I would. Yeah, tell me. Right, <laughs> this track, brilliant track. This uh, there's a song which has just come out called "Like I Used To." And it's a duet from Sharon Von Etten and Angel Olsen. Oh, nice. I like Mega the cool. sound of that. Mega cool. Um, the voices just work so well together. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost up there with Brian Adams and Mel C. Wow. How well the voices work together. <laughs> That's you know. high praise. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So both two singers that I like very much. In fact, do you remember you bought me the um, Are We There? Sharon Von Etten album I on did. vinyl for my birthday. Really. Back in 2014, I googled that before really when that came that out. Long ago. Yeah, it's a good yeah. album that though. Oh, I love that album. I love that album. But I've got a really great memory of listening to that album. I remember at the time I was living like um, in Central City area in a in a terraced house, and I was with my girlfriend at the time, now wife, and we were having a lovely evening, lovely sophisticated evening, and we were listening to the Sharon Von Etten album. We were having a cracking bottle of wine. We've got a really nice bottle of white wine, chill, lovely. We were playing backgammon. <laughs> And it, it was honestly, it was absolutely picture perfect. Um, and then a fight erupted um, from some of our neighbours. Oh yes, I remember these guys. Yeah. Which which ended up with one of them, one of the guys grabbing another guy and like sort of bumping him up against our front window. So we're sat there playing backgammon, drinking a nice bottle of wine, Sharon Von Etten, like you know, singing angelically in the background, and um, just all this is going on outside. Yeah, that's the night crazy. you proposed, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought it's not going to get any more romantic than this. I might as well. While this is cracking on, I'll just, uh, Jane, I'll just, you know, pop on my knee and... Beautiful. That's a beautiful yeah. story. That'll get a clap on Trisha. Is Trisha still on? It's probably not. 
I wouldn't have thought so. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Mm. I wouldn't have thought so. So that's um, that's a single I've listened to. Got a couple of album recommendations. Hit me, yeah. Let's hear them. So um, similarly, both uh, solo records from frontmen of bands that we both like. Um, so the first one is called "Seeking New Gods" by Gruff Reese from the oh, Super Furry nice. Animals. This is wonderful. What oh, is a record. It? This cool. is so good. It really does sort of hark back to Radiator Era Super Furry Animals. In particular, there's a track that sounds a bit like Mountain People, which is one of my favourite tracks <laughs> off that album. Um, it's just brilliant. So I listened to that, and then I also banged on Radiator, which uh, was released in 97, which we've spoken about before. Oh, what a year. What, what a, a vintage year. year. What a vintage year. What's your favourite track off Radiator? I do like Mountain People. Mm-hmm. The whole album's brilliant, it is isn't it? Brilliant. The whole album is superb. I love Play It Cool. I love the way Play It Cool like sort of grows throughout it's the whole song. Yeah. I often uh, talk about uh, people as being uh, French bred mm. <laughs> if they've been uh, if they've been brought up in France. Uh, Herman loves Pauline. Yeah, because Marie Curie was Polish born but French bred. French bred. Ha! French bred. <laughs> <laughs> It's great, isn't it? It's so good. Yeah, it's sort of made its way into my sort of my language, my day speak. I I, I love that line. It's a fantastic it is brilliant. album. Anyway. Great band. Mm. So the other album is called Low Soul, uh-huh. and that is by Roddy Womble. Well, that's the that's the only album I had to offer any kind of. Uh, this is what I've been listening to this week. So what did you think of it? I was, I'll be honest, I was disappointed. I was confused. I was yeah. very confused. I read a, I read a thing uh, at first, kind of going, Roddy Womble kind of turns things on its head and releases one of the most like outstanding albums of the year. And I was like, wow. And, you know, it turns out he might have written that. But <laughs> but um, someone edits their own Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it isn't. It wasn't. It wasn't for me, really. Is as a, you know, no. if it was someone I'd never heard before. Would yeah, it wouldn't have like, lasted through the first couple of tracks. No. no, but as it is, I listened to him. I mean, Idlewild, what a band. One of my oh. favourite bands of all time. And it, What's your favourite Idlewild song then? Uh, it might be Let Me Sleep Next to the Mirror, or it might be Actually It's Darkness. It's probably off 100 Broken Windows. Um, it's a tough call, isn't it? They've done so oh, many things. God. I think I Am A Message. That's a fantastic song, isn't it? Yeah, I Everyone, really like that. Uh, Everyone knows that you're so fragile off that album as well. I used to, I used to absolutely hammer that track. I don't know, man. They never, like, even when they kind of entered their slow period, there's still so much gold in those albums. When they it's like American getting, English, that yeah. sort of, yeah, yeah. I loved all that and, and that Warnings Promises album and Make Another World. Even then, I mean, I, th- there are parts of of albums that, as as they went on, became less interesting, but there are still great tracks on all of them. Yeah. Oh, I do, I Incredible do. live band as well. Yeah, they really went for it. I used to love the way that he used to, he, I don't know why, but he always used to like the fact that he used to have one of them little furry things over his mic. <laughs> he did, didn't he? Do you remember? Yeah. He maybe was, he was like one of those people who got a lot of static shocks off mics. You know how that can happen. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have heard how that can happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anything else musically that you've been checking out or Not anything really. else you want to bring to the, bring no. to the party? No, I've, there's a few albums up and coming that I'm quite excited about. Like, uh, oh, I don't know, actually. Am I going to save that for a podcast? Yeah, maybe I won't say it. There's a few things coming up that I'm quite excited about, but um, I've not really uh, not really found the listening opportunities this week. 
Um, my potential no. list is looking healthy, so I'm quite excited about what I might throw into the mix in for future episodes. But uh, but not too Great. much independent listening this week. Although I have revisited uh, Incubus. <laughs> oh, Incubus. Ah, let's leave that. Deeper shade of blue. That was that. That was their big hit, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was a certain shade of green. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been listening to a bit of Incubus. But you know, it's good. Good to share your knowledge on the on on them. <laughs> Who did a white shade of pale? <laughs> D- deep blue something. All <laughs> oh, right, we better better. You know, let's let's get into these uh, into the thick of it. But these new albums we got to talk about. Lot to discuss tonight, my friend. <laughs> oh yes. Let's go. Let's go. Right then. I'm up first this week with a a very controversial choice. <laughs> I've chosen the album three by forty nine Winchester. Now then, 49 Winchester are a five-piece band from Castlewood, Virginia, and they play country music. The band is named after the address of singer and guitarist Isaac Gibson's childhood home. Neighbour and friend Chase Chaffin plays bass and longtime friend Buzz Shelton plays lead guitar and the lineup is completed by Dylan Cridlin on drums and Noah Patrick on steel guitar. The band get around in an old 1986 E-150 van that gets referenced a few times on the album three. And since the first day the band was formed, Gibson's father, Gary, has been the band's driver. When not on tour, father and son work together as carpenters. Three is the band's third album following their eponymous debut and 2018's The Wind. And while I say they play country music, they also incorporate blues and even soul into their sound. Gibson's impressive and flexibly raspy voice is capable of an Otis Redding-style howl as it is of a Hank Williams-style yodel. But country they certainly are. Their sound giving a pronounced nod to outlaw country with shades of Merle Haggard and Waylon Jennings. The country folk stylings of John Prine and the modern Appalachian stylings of Tyler Childers, which is in keeping with the band's Appalachian roots. This is a fine country Americana album with a lot of hallmark traits of a musical style that I love. So, Chris, une question. Country conversion or bunch of country? So, <laughs> let's start off by saying that, just to reiterate, you are a big fan of country, I am not. Yes. And that's why you reference this being quite a controversial choice. This is the first country album that we have featured. We've, we've tended to stay away from country. Mm-hmm. Um, you are so much of a country fan, you used to do a country radio show. <laughs> I did, yeah. Over in, over in Hebden Bridge. So, it's fair to say... You know your country and you like your country. Um, me, not so much so. Let me tell you about this album. So I'll put the, put the album on, track one, Long Hard Life. Now, if I was to list everything that I disliked about country, <laughs> it's in there. So we've got, your, 
We've got your slide guitar. We've got your bass going on your one and doing the old one and five. Boom, 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 boom. We've got a cheeky little cowbell hit just coming in, coming in a little, uh, a little pause for no sort of reason or rhyme. We've got a ridiculously cheesy key change. We've got a silly little ragtime ending. We've got um, just endless list- listing stuff. 13 acres of property, three dogs, two kids and one wife. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I've got to be honest, I was, I was cursing you. I was cursing you. Halfway through the first song, what's the lead singer called? Isaac Gibson. Isaac Gibson. So, halfway through, he mentions in the lyrics about being in the prison cell, being in jail, being in the prison cell... I've got to be honest, at this point, I would have swapped with him rather than <laughs> listening to this album. Um, I felt like he got the uh, the light side of the deal. Um, so, pretty much from that song, what it's allowed me to do is come up with a little checklist of what I do not like about country, and it's all wrapped up Ooh. in that one tune. I can't believe it. Can't however, believe it. however on. it can only go one way from here. Yeah. And it does, because track two, Everlasting Lover... There's just something about it I really dig. Really? Now, the, yeah, the <laughs> album could have completely lost me at this point. Could have completely lost me because, you know, I was pretty unforgiving with that first song. Um, but it really pulled me back. Yeah. Uh, there's just something about it. I thought, this is nice. It's a little sort of ballady number. It's a cool tune. It's got a nice feel to it. Track three carries on a similar way. Mm-hmm. The Road Home. Again, a really, really nice written track. You hit track four, which is probably my personal favourite on the album, Rally. And it's got this lovely sort of piano guitar introduction, nice sort of skippy offbeat display snare drum beat, really sort of ballsy guitar solo coming mm-hmm. quite early doors in the song, and um, a cracking false ending. Mm-hmm. And I've got to say, it's track four, and they've completely turned me around. <laughs> I am back on board. I am back on board with this album. See, I thought track one would be all right. Because the way mm. I, the way I pick albums, the way the way I would pick a country album that I'd never heard of before, or the artist I'd never heard of before, you kind of listen in and you're like, all right, there's something a little bit different here. The the the, the kind of organ stuff going on in the background of 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 Long Hard Life, and I was like, this is a bit different. And then when it's that kind of this is like more rough and ready country. There's like the really polished stuff, and that sort of like yeah. already you know that almost instantly loses me unless it's by a kind of artist that I know I quite like or it's like yeah. oh, okay this has changed direction for them. There's the really kind of polished stuff is like ooh sometimes just nasty, but this was already as like nah this ain't polished. It's kind of dirty, bit funky. What's the guy's voice like? Because that's like the, the the big question. Because sometimes they come in and they're all poppy or they're all I don't know they're just not what you want but this guy's voice came in low and low and gruff and kind of gnarly and I was like yeah this is all right you know what I'm gonna throw my my hat in the ring with this and see if Chris likes it I genuinely thought that first track would be okay with you I thought you might like the honky tonk ending (laughs) I've seen you play black and white rag man (laughs) yeah yeah. uh, on two pianos but I (laughs) I I um I'm really glad that it turned you around. Um, well, well, it doesn't quite stop there. Okay, right. Let's carry it on. It doesn't let's quite stop. Let's, let's follow, carry, carry on. Yeah, carry yeah. on with the uh, carry on with the musical. You know, with this my musical journey through this album. <laughs> now we, we've hit track four, rally, which I, I think is probably my favourite one. And there's a lyric in that. I'm listening through to the album. Give me a shot. Give me a chance. He sings, and I thought, I ruddy well will, man. <laughs> I will. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know, I'm quite into this. Unfortunately, we hit track five. Um, oh, no why, way! I thought you would enjoy why this else, one. 
would I call you? Nah, it's too country for Jobson. It's too country for Jobson. Oh, that's funny, that track. I, I like that. I'll tell, tell you what I'm not a fan of. Huh? The lyric, I've been out honky-tonking. <laughs> well, you, what's honky-tonking, man? Do you know what, what honky-tonking No, go on, what is it? Well, it's just like country partying. <laughs> right. Oh, you go to a honky-tonk, you go for a good time, you know? You go for a dance and a... A drink, you know. It's like I quite like. I quite like. I've been out honky tonking, telling myself lies. <laughs> yeah, I love those kinds of lyrics. There's a lyric on that uh, that track that I really like. Where I was scrolling through, through Facebook, probably two weeks later, going back and crying and drinking and reading the words we said. Then my big goofy thumb hit the little button where the phone is, <laughs> and you're like, how have you, how have you managed to get that kind of IT description into? Yeah, into yeah. A country song. I thought it was quite funny. I mean, I always... I've got a bit of a weird problem. I don't really like Facebook being mentioned in songs. I don't... Uh, I think okay. it, it really sort of dates it for Well, me. it I, does. I don't know. It does. No, I know what you mean. It's like, it's, like, um, it's like when you listen to Money for Nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, come on, man. We don't need yeah. no colour TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone's got a colour TV, mate. Chill yeah, out. yeah. Refrigerator? Yeah. What the f***? <laughs> 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 very good exactly exactly um so yeah track six it's a shame essentially just listing things that, that that's a shame uh, it's not it's not it's not hugely extensive list you know it's it's a shame when there's somebody who's uh white trash and pretty it's a shame to see a truck that don't run you know not it's, like i say it's not an extensive list and then he really steps it up by banging banging in some yodeling i mean come on i, I love come on no but that's such a country that's such a country staple man that's like that's like kind of giving a nod to your roots and like Hank Williams was a big country yodeler. I can't remember where the whole yodeling thing came into country, but it was like it's a big historical like man, my favourite yodeler is, is called Patsy Montana and she's um <laughs> she's got uh, an album out God, I don't know, it's probably twenty years old now, maybe long maybe more, but called like the Cowboys Sweetheart. She sings like you remember Betty White, Blanche from Golden mm-hmm. Girls. She she <laughs> I, d- I don't know if at this age she was looking like that, but she sounds like that. And uh oh, it's brilliant. But she can yodel, man. She's uh, Patsy Montana, check her out. I mean sh- I think she's been <laughs> dead a while, but it's it's yeah. good stuff. But yeah, yodeling yodeling's cool, man, and I was quite pleased to hear it. But you know, Good. carry on, carry Good. on, carry on. So, so that's it. So we're at, we're at track six here. We're just over the halfway point. We get on to track seven, and I've got to say, from track seven through to track ten, I'm back on board, mate. I'm back on board. So we lost Absol- you at track five and six. So I tell you what, I tell you what, this has been a great listening experience for, and I do thank you for picking this because I am not a country fan, and I'm, I still wouldn't say I'm necessarily a country fan. But what I think this has been really good for doing is sort of defining the things that I do and don't like about country. Mm, okay. And I think essentially, I don't like the cheese. I don't like the, you know, I don't know. I don't know enough about country to say whether it would be traditional. You don't like the mm-hmm. sort of the traditional sound. But your track one, track five, track six, I'm not really on board with those track seven i really like that yeah, yeah. um i love the guitar sound on that it's almost like a mccartney band on the run sort of sound mm-hmm. it's got as well it's got a little bit with a which really reminded me of band on the run um nice little six eight number second mention of george jones on the album who dat yeah george jones is a, is a big country singer um who had a few really really big songs and the biggest one is probably um he stopped loving her today, which is about a kind of this couple in love and they get old, 
and then uh, one of them dies, and that's the point at which they stop loving each other. Because and yeah. it's like it was, it was like a surprise hit for him, I think. But um, there's the door is the one that's referenced on on uh, on one of the tracks. Can't remember which one. Talking about on the juke putting it on the jukebox. Yeah, and yeah. The, the girl that he's with singing it along. Yeah, and if and if she hadn't sung along, I'd have walked out. So you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. But you know, but the the the, uh, the reference to like you you know wearing red, you'd be you look like trouble. And that's not what a guy like me needs or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a nice line. That. That is a nice line. But there's a, there's a lovely line in chemistry. Uh, it opens up with, I never wrote a song I hated until the day I met you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like the sort of, um, I don't know if ego's the right word, but I like, he comes across quite ballsy. Yeah, you know, yeah. I like that. I like that. I do like that. Um, also, in the, the following track, he uses the word abundantly, which for the life of me, I can't think I've ever heard that, that word used in a song. Abundantly? And it's used really nice. It really sort of scans really well as well. That's like a, that track, track nine, um, You Never Did Love Me. That's a really nice song. That's kind of like a bit of a breakup, sort of reflection on the breakup song, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean, that, that, again, these are sort of almost staples of, of your kind of, of your country music canon. They're like, they're like right, we've got, got traveling songs. We've got the kind of hometown songs. We've got the breakup songs. We've got the sad ones. We've got the happy ones. We've got the kind of, Taking a look at the world and going, ain't it a shame to be white, white trash and pretty? And yeah. I don't know. It's like they cover a lot of a lot of bases for a country fan base on here. Mm. And one of the things that I think is really interesting about country, which I've always found, it's sort of it's sort of an anomalous to other genres of music. Like if you if you see an indie band that is a total. Uh, rip off or almost a sound alike of another indie band or rock band or whatever you're like oh god they sound just like them and it's like well that's sort of like, that's a load of rubbish like they say they sound exactly like they're trying to be them if you hear a band a country band that sounds like another country artist it seems to be a kind of bond it's like oh man this guy sounds exactly like waylon i love waylon or it's like that happened with Sturgill Simpson. A lot of people were like, "Oh wow, you, like we love we love that there is someone doing Waylon Jennings stuff again." He's like, "I I thought I sounded like <laughs> he was like, I didn't know I sounded like Waylon Jennings. I really was trying to sound like someone else." And he's like, mm. "Well, you didn't." Um, but there seems to be like I don't know. It's like a connection. If you if you can connect to artists, it's like you take their fans or, or people appreciate you for trying to be. And like that's that really artist. cool. It's like you say that is completely not the case in rock no. or India stuff. It's you know it's so sort of standoffish almost. Isn't it? Mm. So I think within country music and within country albums, there seems to be a thing like well, you know, let, let's do let's do the traveling song for the traveling song fans and let's do we've got to have some heartbreaks we've got to have some made up stories about being in jail and yeah, we've got yeah. to have you know all of this but stuff but I think that's the thing as well because coming to it as somebody who does not listen to country you're listening to that and you're going have you really been in jail mate <laughs> You know what not. I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. It's but Johnny Cash anyway. was doing that a hundred years ago. And yeah, like... yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, I kind of feel like I've sort of um, taken over a little bit and done it almost like as a blooming reaction it's video. Like a stand-up to, show. You know, so, just you know, it's something that I wouldn't normally listen to. So I've, I've given you my thoughts mm-hmm. pretty much on the whole album. What do you think of it? You're you're well into your country. Mm. You listen to a lot of country. How does this stand up to all the stuff that's been released? So for me, this is really this is really up there. I'm really impressed with this. 
Now, like finding out that they they still, I mean, I don't know how old the thing I read was, but like, you know, until recently been working as carpenters still and, and things like that. It's like, well, That's I thought cool, these guys would be bigger because this is a, this is a third album um, from a good kind of Virginia band. They're on some bills uh, this, this festival season with some good people like Jason Isbell and um, I can't remember who else saw some other um, lineups and it, it looks solid, you know, they're on some good bills. Um I think this stands up. I think these are good songs. I think the performances are excellent. I think the the band setup is great. The, the fact they've got someone playing steel guitar the whole time is, is brilliant. Now, you, did you mention that steel guitar was something that you're not into? Slide because guitar. We, we guess slide guitar. The same thing, are we? Yeah, same thing. Because when we went and saw that Otis band... It's... No, yeah. no okay. <laughs> you were... So it's the way it's... <laughs> It's if you let me finish. If you let me finish, it's the um, what's that from? It's the way that take that take that key change. Okay, take yeah, that yeah. key change in the first track. It's the way it goes. It slides up into into the chords. It's that cheesiness that I, that I don't really get on with. You know? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, I hear you. I, the thing is, I do like that. So all of the things that you picked up on that you don't like, I do. And it's a weird, I don't it's know. Cool. I feel like listening to country music for me is a bit like being on holiday. So I'm not, I'm not a farmer and I'm, I'm not, I don't own a truck and I don't drive down dirt roads that much and I don't have a dog and um, I don't want a dog. And <laughs> like, I've never been in jail. I mean, like, a, a little, you know, I'm totally not what these people are singing about. And, and because of that, it feels like I'm when I'm listening to it. I'm sort of somewhere else. It's like I'm in the yeah, back of the that. truck, and, and I get that. And it's uh, I don't know. There's like a real, and so it's it's funny that you pick out tracks five and six as the two that you kind of like the least because they're probably the two that I was like, oh, which one of these is going on the playlist? Now I'm going to reconsider because I feel like I, not oh. at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> you stick to your guns. You stick to your guns, mate. <laughs> um, it, I think it's just. Having not listened to that much country, I am sort of turned off by it's the old line dancing, just a toe tapping, all that <laughs> That's the stuff that I don't go for. Yeah, no, that's fair you enough, know? and I wouldn't either. But, but I will say, on the whole, I have enjoyed this album, and I will even go as far as to say I would continue to listen to it. Because yeah. I will. Because I, I will, and I would love to see these live. Um... Because this is the other thing about about like country music live that the, the musicianship is always excellent. I mean, this guy can sing as well. He has got a great voice. Mm. I think that's maybe what pulled me back on that second song. Oh, it's proper soulful, isn't it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And yeah, he's got a real character to his voice. So I mean, maybe maybe that would be better better uh, playlist material because I do want it to be something that you know when we listen back to it, we're like yeah, and maybe something for the non-country fans. I did think Hayes, Kansas was a great one, track seven. Yes. Um, I really, really like that. Uh, oh, man, I don't know, Raleigh was really good. So what, number four, Raleigh, was that your... your... I think that's my favourite, yeah. It's just, I, I mean, I like the way that sort of sits in the in in the album where, like I said, I was, I was really... I mean, I... It's quite impressive this album pulled me back because I, I can't tell you how little I enjoyed the first song. <laughs> on first... On, especially on first listen... But then it really did pull me back. It really, really did pull me back. And it's like when I got to that track four, I'm like, 
I'm into this. I'm into it. <laughs> That's good. I mean, I listen to it with a with a sort of smile on my face. It's almost like um, I get the same joy out of this as I do getting when I'm listening to metal. You know, I'm, uh, when I'm listening to metal and they're singing about all the horrible things that metal bands sing about. Yeah. I'm never there going like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's much more like, oh, these guys are so angry. And these guys are just like, this is just the sort of other side of the coin. It's like, it's like, oh, this is so much fun. And I don't know. And I yeah. love the, the, some, of the, some of the playing on it. Yeah, I get the bass thing, but that's just a sort of, again, that's just, if you want to do country music, sometimes you've got to play that bass line. Yeah, of course. I love the guitar style of country music that always blows my mind like the the, the kind of chicken picking the picking the dead yeah string, like there's nothing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like you're getting these rhythms out of it and then um i just think that's that's fantastic and the guitarist in this band does that really well um yeah there's loads of things on it that i really love um and it's it's just quite funny that, that you don't um I don't know. I would say this is a small victory for you. I would seriously yeah. take this as a, take this as a small victory. All right, just open the door for a lot more country. That's totally, good. totally. Yeah. Really? Um, I was joking. I was putting words in your mouth there. Well, but... you know, why not? Why not? Right. Um, okay, cheers, man. Thanks to Forty Nine Winchester as well for, for doing that stand up job, getting Chris to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I mean, you know, there's an element of tongue in cheek with what I'm saying, but I, you know, you know, I'm not a country fan, so for for me to say that I have enjoyed this album it's you know it's 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 good this is a big step for you man. <laughs> yeah it is step. it is a big step so I would say to you know everybody give it a go All whether right. you like country or not give it a go give it a go let's nice let's expand our minds people yes let's go on an adventure right let's choose together then should we go with number four rally that would be my pick let's do that's it that's my personal favourite I'm happy I'm happy for that to be on the playlist if that's something that you hear time and time again as you listen to the playlist then I'll be glad for that. We'll do it. Nice one. Let's do it. Excellent. That was 49 Winchester with three, and it went down pretty good. (laughs) Do the middle bit. Right, you've reached the middle bit of the show, and this is all about the playlist. Now, onto the playlist just now went uh, a track called Rally by 49 Winchester. And every week we put a couple of tracks onto the playlist from the albums we've been listening to. And it's growing, it's getting really big and good, and it's excellent. So if you want to find that playlist, get onto the website, adventuresinnewmusic.com. Hit the playlist button, it will take you there. Alternatively, go to Spotify or Apple Music and, and search for Adventures in New Music. And the playlist comes up there too. And you can also check out last year's playlist, which is a thing of beauty. Do it. Lovely. Nice. Go. Album number two this week. Numero dos. What have you got, Chris? I have got my choice, which is Distance by Jess Cornelius.
Released in May of this year, Distance is the debut album from singer-songwriter Jess Cornelius, but her journey to this solo LP has been a long one, both emotionally and in distance. Born in New Zealand, Cornelius relocated to Melbourne in 2000, where she played in numerous bands before eventually forming indie rock band Teeth and Tongue. Four Teeth and Tongue albums and a move to LA later, and we have this album, Distance. But the distance on this record isn't simply a geographical one. Oh no. On this album, Cornelius analyses the space between society's expectations for her and her own dreams, between the illustration of love and the reality of disappointment, between a past that she's ready to let go of and a future that she could have hardly imagined. And there's an awful lot to take in here in what is undoubtedly an extremely personal record. Topics covered include broken relationships, isolation and the trauma of miscarriage. But they are tackled with honesty, humility and at times humour and often over an upbeat background soundtrack, giving it a hugely unique sound. The album has a great supporting cast of musos from the likes of members of Warpaint, Bright Eyes, Angel Olsen's band and most impressively harpist Mary Lattimore pops up on track six, Born Again, to really add a lovely touch to the proceedings. And not one to do things by halves, and to give a further chapter to this album's story, Jess Cornelius gave birth to her first child just weeks before the album was released. But before I throw this open to the floor for opinions and discussion, Andy, Jess Cornelius, Distance. Has she gone the distance with this album? (laughs) Yeah, totally. Like you know, not to be too 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 boring in my answer, but this was a this is an expansive and uh, a fascinating album. There is so much in here, and uh, it's a serious album. I'm afraid. I feel like I feel like I only have serious mm. things to say about this. It's and and I'm glad that you sort of mentioned all the different things that. Um, all the different topics she covered because as soon as I heard track three body memory, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm really into a, a, a powerful personal album. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Um, so track three body memory is what I'm, I'm imagining is, is what you referenced, what you referenced as, um, the trauma of miscarriage. Yes. Um, yeah. it's a bit of a shocker the way it comes in that track three. <sighs> It's kind of playful. The song itself mm. is sort of playful and jaunty. Um, and it follows off the back of Kitchen Floor, which is a fantastic song about leaving. Now, I must just point out that uh-huh. Kitchen Floor, the video for that is incredible. So really? it's it's filmed and it's filmed. The whole that story of the video is kind of waking up and she's kind of doing the walk of shame and going oh. through LA. And she's at one point she's dancing over the stars in LA. But she's obviously filmed it when she's heavily pregnant. It's really, really, it's a very, very good video. So I'll stick the link in the show notes and well, that is cool. people to watch that. So Kitchen Floor, I mean, fascinating. It's in No Difference, great track. But both, I feel, follow this sort of uh, almost quite a 60s influence sound with the kind of, um, you know, those, that kind of jinking guitar. I don't really know what you do. It'd be like, dink, dink. It's, like, it's just sort of playing chord stabs on two and four, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and, and it's beautifully thing. done. It really reminded me of Cat Power. Do you, do you, do you know Yeah, Cat that's a great shout. It reminded me also of Alexandra Saviour. Yes, to last yeah, yeah. Year. Uh, an equally great shout. Um, so, you know, by that point, I'm like, wow, this is a clever album. This is good. This is really cool. 
And then body memory comes in, and it's kind of it's jaunty in an almost Clopel gag kind of way that she did things um, on on last year's mm, yeah. record, which was um, which was one of my albums of the year. Um, but then the, the, it's it's straight in with this almost uh, God, like you remember we talked about Christian Lee Hudson being like Ernest Hemingway and just managing yeah. to say so much with so few words yeah. and. One of Hemingway's things was write write hard about what hurt, what hurts, and that was his kind of, you know, his writing rule. It was like, yeah, I'm going to write about difficult subjects and write them really directly. And this was like, poof, straight away you're in, and you're like, oh god, I totally see what this is about, and this is so sad. This is so beautifully executed, and I just like, apart from enjoying this album, at that point I fell in love with this album and was like, this is incredible. Like this is it's become a much harder listen <laughs> because yeah. I could, it's not exactly disguised it's, no. it's just very very clear what this is about and um, it's painful to hear yeah absolutely but she does such a good job so th- there's one of the running themes throughout this is it sounds as if there's you know, something that has occurred, like a, a, an affair or something has been going on where she's been involved with somebody who's married or something. Just reading between the lines of the lyrics and um, the the guy has, you know, for whatever reason, decided not to leave her and he's, he's over in England, she's over in, in LA, like, you know, miles away. And as the album sort of goes, as the album sort of plays out, you get it's sort of... It's becoming obvious that she's been sort of messed around. Yeah. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and by the time you get to track ten, which is almost like the, it's, the, it's the the ending track on the album, it's like the reflection song, and and she's saying um, things like, you know, I wonder would I be happier, baby, if I never found you out, and it's got a great line where it says, Why would you want to pay for dinner when you eat mm-hmm. uh, every night for free? Yeah. And by the end of this album, I despise this guy. Oh, yeah, completely. You know, I love actually that you you picked up on that because it does feel like a total progression. And, and track eight, I love banging my head because that feels like the kind of like one of the stages of grief or admission where you're just like, ah, yeah. Well, well, track eight. So banging my head against a brick wall. When you get to track eight, all of a sudden she drops an f bomb in it. Mm-hmm. But the way she says oh, that word, it? it's oh man, you can feel the hatred. Yeah. It's brilliant yeah it's so so good that is a great song i mean that is a really good song that's up where up there with one of my favorites it's yeah, got like totally. a really cool sort of false kick in it's got yeah. some nice little hand claps you know i'm a sucker for hand claps <laughs> um all the way through when i'm listening to that song i'm thinking this would be just wicked live yeah no i totally agree and i i i, I really would love to see this live because i just think it would be a really um i don't know a really emotive experience but is it like yeah. I, don't, I don't want to bring it back to body memory because i mean i don't even think i could say that body memory is my favorite song on this album because it would just feel almost flippant to say yeah. it was a favorite but lyrically there's a couple of things where she's kind of um she, she said like I, I tried to tell you that i can't rewind i can't walk backwards in my mind because my body has a memory and it won't forget yeah. and then um uh we had a plan and the plan fell through. I wish it could be simple like it is for you, but my body yeah. has a memory and it won't forget. And it's like, oh my gosh. 
It's really quite devastating to oh, hear, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's, it's really, it's really um, I don't know, an important, I just think it's an important message. And, you know, there's this has been delivered with sort of no holds barred and no stigma. It's like, this is yeah. this has happened. This is laying, laying my cards on the table. And I, I, I hope this is a sort of, not a rallying cry, but I hope this is something that people can take comfort in. In in a way, you know, who've, who, yeah, <laughs> not to get too serious, but to to for people who've been through a thing like that, um, totally, totally. Um, but it's it's interesting, like you say, you picked up the first two songs very much have got that sixties mm. vibe to them, very very much, and then it, it does sort of like it flits around between oh, different totally. styles. It, it goes, it revisits the sixties thing. I think Palm Trees track seven, it's like yeah. a sort of six eight ballad. That's very sort of sixties. Then you've got Banging My Head Against the Brick Wall. Kind of reminded me a bit of PJ Harvey. Yeah, yeah. Had yeah. that sort of that sort of feel to it. Um but yeah, it's it's you know, it's all over the place. Like it sort really of stylistically, is. it changes quite a lot. Um another one that I really like is track five, Here Goes Nothing. Uh, that's my pick of which, the uh, pick of the bunch, that. Is it? Well, I've got three that are my potentials mm-hmm. for the playlist, so that might just assuage me. But that um I mean, that's the one where it really sort of becomes apparent. This is sort of this is like a song that isn't about an affair or something that's that's happened, and um, it's got a great lyric in it, which I really like, where she sings, "Nothing kills lust like real life." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I is feel. just great. Which is great, and it's you know, it's that as well. Though I love the chord sequence in it. It's got like a real mysterious sounding chord sequence you know there's something like really <laughs> really nice about it so some of the album reminds me of something which will be a little bit soundtracky that sort of thing mm-hmm. and this in particular it's got I don't know it's just got that sort of that feel can we have a minute as well just to talk about this outstanding performance uh, Mary Lattimore on harp yeah. on uh, Born Again I mean if you haven't checked out Mary Lattimore before you must listen to Silver Ladders her album which came out last year because it is mm-hmm. tremendous it's so so good um, but how well does that guitar and harp complement each other? Oh, Sounds so nice. It's ridiculous. It's um, so that track I feel is 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 almost uh, a centerpiece of the album. I think. Yeah. I think that here goes nothing at five and board again at six on a trend track album. They just they just sort of pair off beautifully as a sort of like right. This is turning the record over almost. It's like woof. Right now we're onto the we're we're onto the final half or the second half. Um, yeah. It, it, when it's it's really now, now you've mentioned mysterious about here goes nothing but this track there's so much going on here that sort of just boggles my mind and it's sort of like what is this I don't know um, I, I, I think it's so cool it really really reminds me of Joanna Newsom now I thought that before I heard the harp come in do you know right. Joanna Newsom? Not massively. Okay, not so massively. Uh, you have played me stuff before. I love Joanna Newsom. I think she's incredible. Harpist, singer-songwriter. Um, it, very much her own style of delivery. So uh, a voice that uh, is is very uh, love it or hate it, and and I love it. Um, my wife hates it, so we don't we don't get to play her very much in the house. But um, there was something about the delivery in Born Again. I don't know if there was a certain change in vocal styling that Jessica Cornelia sort of brought in because it was a harpy song. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. And there was a kind of like, ah, oh, let's do this a little bit, Joanna Newsome or or something. But I'd made that connection before the harp came in. And I was like, oh, this is the one that Mary Latimer was on. And it's, oh, I don't know, man. It's ethereal. It's otherworldly. The whole thing. Yeah. yeah. It's... 
sparse and dark and weird and spooky and sort of glorious as well. I loved it. Doesn't the heart make such a lovely noise? <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's its own instrument. It doesn't really you can you can make a guitar try and do that, but once you hear a harp, it's Ah, it's yeah. gorgeous, man. Really gorgeous. I love that. And uh, a good yeah. a good shout out for Mary Lattimore because you got me into her last year. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, very good. Very good. Do you remember earlier on in this series, I think it was quite early doors, it's certainly like the first five episodes, we talked about um, South Loop Summer yeah. album by Hospital Bracelet. Yeah. Now, do you remember that album is full of like sort of reflection and stuff. And do you remember I was just saying it's just on like all stuff about college and, and yeah. things that, you know, we, we sort of uh, uh, 25 years in our past. This for me feels like a middle-aged version of South Loop Summer <laughs> in its message, in its reflection. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is like, this is our age yeah. South Loop Summer. How old is Jess Cornelius? Because we might be absolutely... She, she's our age, 1980. Okay. She was bum, yeah. Right, okay, that's all right then. She'll be okay with this. Yeah, I can believe that. This does feel much more like processing things in a middle-aged way. Yeah. <laughs> and that's... That, 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 God, please don't take that as a bad review. <laughs> like, if anyone's listening, like, oh, an album about processing things in a middle-aged way, <laughs> one star. No, it's just... But it's just... No, but it's in the same way that we, we hark yeah. back to Christian Lee Hudson because we enjoyed it so much last mm. year. But I remember listening to Christian Lee Hudson and texting you, finally, an album for us, that, an album yeah. that was written for us mm-hmm. of, of our age. Do you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. you know, it's... Um, no, I totally do. This is in, this is like that for me. I agree. This is all very real world problems, and it's it's interesting to hear sort of these real world problems from the perspective of someone who's made a real success out of one of the most kind of sought after careers. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you half imagine once you're in that position, it's like, no, nah, no problems too big. But actually, you can't shake the same stuff that no one else can shake. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Cool. So album. shall shall we go as we sort of did a bit of a joint decision on the first album? It's only fair to do the same for this <laughs> track five for the playlist. Yeah, here I'm, goes nothing. I'm well up for yeah, that. I you happy I on that? Very happy. I thought it was a great. I, I mean, I'd shortlisted three. I'd shortlisted uh, kitchen floor. Uh, here goes nothing and banging my head against a wall. But it seems only fair that I think we should go track five as it's kind of bit of a joint decision. Oh, I'm I'm good with that. Thanks, man. Yeah, and and you know, if I, if I'm honest, those would probably be my three. Um, yeah, there's there isn't a track on here I didn't enjoy. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah, I'm I'm very happy for here goes nothing to be on the playlist. Would love to see this live. Oh yeah, me too, me too. And I think it would, I think it really would be lots of lo- sort of light and shade throughout it. I mm. think you get because uh, because that's the other thing as well about this album. Sometimes it's more of the stripped back songs. That real pack a punch. Yeah, yeah. But then, like I said, banging my head against the wall, I'd just love to see that live. Yeah, I'd love to see it live. Yeah, big time. Totally. Great. Okay, so that was Jess Cornelius um, and her album Distance. Right then. There's a couple of albums. I hope you enjoyed our chat about them. I enjoyed chatting about them. I really enjoyed listening to them as well, so do check them out. We had Three by 49 Winchester and Distance by Jess Cornelius. Yeah, excellent, both of those. Yeah, they really are. 
What we got coming up next week, Chris? Good question. So um, <laughs> next week, my album of choice is The Blue Elephant by Matt Berry. And I have heard track four now disappear. Nice. And I have chosen the album Ice Melt by Crumb. And I've heard track two, BNR. That's what I chose, Excellent. wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I did exactly the same with mine. Then it's not the one I chose. I mean, it's only we only text each other, so to be fair, no one else is going to know. It's true. No. You don't know me. <laughs> so there you go. That was this week's adventures in new music. I hope you enjoyed listening. Um, thank you ever so much for being part of our adventure. And if you'd like to like, subscribe, leave a review, anything like that, would all be massively appreciated. Chris has already mentioned buying us coffee. Thank you so much to those who've already bought us a coffee. Massively appreciate it. Really helps us out. And um, yeah, big love to our big, you know, big love to our listeners. Big up yourselves. Big up yourself. <laughs> big, up, big up yourself. <laughs> big up yourself. Hey, I'm going to see you on Saturday face to face. God, it's going to be in terrifying. real life. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to. It's going to be weird, man. It's we should take weird, a photo. <laughs> We should totally, yeah, totally. Let's take a photo. We Let's could put it on uh, Instagram. Well, I mean, this will, this will. If we put it on Instagram when it happens, it will happen much sooner than this podcast comes out. But we should do that anyway. Yeah, you know, live in the moment. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Looking forward to it. I've had an haircut ready for it as well. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, I don't know if day. I'll ever get my haircut again. You know, I'm just gonna. You're gonna get dreads again. <laughs> <laughs> this now i've never had dreads right let's leave it here killed all right let's catch you next week then take care everyone cheers guys bye bye bye